we know that you wanted to be at the Fight Laugh Feast Conference, but you can't come all the days. We have a day pass where you can come on Saturday where you get to hear great speakers like Pastor Doug Wilson, Pastor Jared Longshore, Pastor Toby Sumter, Cross Politics Live Show with Jason Woodlock and Megan Basham. Join us for the Sabbath Feast where we get to laugh with comedian John Brannion all for the low, low price of $99. Sign up for the day pass, flfnetwork.com. Looking forward to seeing you there at the conference. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Cross Politics on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. It is Tuesday, isn't yeah, it? Got it right. Tuesday, Pastor Toby. Far as you know. And, and this one's Chalk Knox. And Look I'm the you. water boy. Look I got them you. all right. Whoa. I got them all right. You done messed up, A.A. You don't know what's coming in 2024, but we have exclusive uh, oh. kind of footage. Oh, oh. Uh, so, uh, you know, is it going to be Trump Biden going at it in 2024? Well, they sat down for about two minutes oh. with each other, and we got exclusive footage on this right now. We created the greatest economy in the history of our country. Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective. The unemployment numbers for African Americans, for Asian Americans, for Hispanic Americans, virtually every number was the best. Inflation rate month to month was just uh, 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 just an inch. Hardly we had the all. best stock market price ever. I got that, but guess what we are? We're in a position where for the last several months it hasn't spiked. You know what? She deleted 33,000 emails. How that could possibly happen. How one, anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? And by that, I mean names of people who helped, or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. I, yeah, I think it's disgraceful what she's done. And I mean, do. Honest to God, that's all I think. The biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. <laughs> I think it's, I, I haven't, look. They spied on my campaign, they got caught. Don't. And then they went Don't. much further than that, and they got caught. Yes. It was our Justice Department. Yes. It was Obama and Biden. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. So wrong. I think what happened was disgraceful. It should never have happened. Think about that. It should never have happened. Think of how that has changed everything. What kind of ice cream? What flavor ice cream do you have? I think I would tell you if I knew exactly what it would be. Of course I'm not going to tell you. You just come in here with that negative attitude. And it's much too early to make that kind of decision. And when I finish, this country will be in a position like it hasn't been maybe ever. I'm more optimistic than I've been in a long time. I want, I want this to happen so bad. The internet wins the day again. Whoever so made that is brilliant. Yeah. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word did not stay in heaven. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory of the Father, full of grace and truth. Grace and truth became flesh. The Word became flesh. The story of God's grace became flesh. And it is that word, that truth, that story that will fill the world. That's why this year's Fight, Laugh, Feast conference is in Knoxville, Tennessee, on lies, propaganda, storytelling, mm. and the serrated edge. The word is a sword. The word is our glory. So join us October 6th through the 8th as we fight, laugh, and feast with beer and psalms. Speakers including Pastor Doug Wilson, George Gilder, Ben Merkel, Jared Longshore. I will be there. Chuck Knox will be doing roundtable with the Wilsons and Merkels on why stories are so potent for building family cultures that win. All culminating in a live show with Megan Basham and Jason Whitlock talking lies and journalism and a Sabbath feast 
and comedian. Yes. John Branion. Yes. And uh, others. We and also others. just announced a one-day Saturday-only pass for just $99. Mm, glory. For, for some reason, you can't make it to the whole conference, which would be really sad. But you can get it for $99. It's a Saturday pass. Find out more. Register. Become a vendor at FightLaughFeast.com. Will there be one? Don't you want to come? Come right now. Go to FightLaughFeast.com and come to the conference and spend that time. I just love this organ. I just want, yeah. With us, we'd There's, love to see you there. There's jumpy amen. castles for the kids. Did we, did we mention that part? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when we report the news, sometimes it's hard to stay up on the Biden um, administration communication breakdown. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes. <laughs> On on uh, we've had to minutes. hire well, people. Yesterday we had to hire people. There are two things. One, one, and and on uh, uh, Biden was on sixty minutes on Sunday night, and he declared, with Trump apparently. He, yeah, yeah, oh. he declared the pandemic was over on oh. on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, um, apparently, uh, CNN reported this that the White House and Biden are in disagreement that the pandemic's not over. Oh, so Trump. So Biden reports that it's over on 60 Minutes on, on Sunday night. And Don't we have Monday. a clip of that? No. Just so people can understand. Are, are we going to replay that This is what happened on Meet the Press. It Meet the Press for 60 Minutes. 60 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's But the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing. And I think this is a perfect example of it. Remember I said this when we played this yesterday. I was like, all the aides are like, no, 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 no. Somebody's mad at the aides. We told you to tell them not to say this. Right. Probably CNN who said this. So <laughs> CNN's got a headline out. Oh. And, and this is a great response by Stephen Miller. He said, uh, he tweeted He's out that not line. In charge. He is not in charge. White House <laughs> says COVID 19 policy unchanged despite Biden's comments that the pandemic is over. Yeah. Now, this is the reason for this is that there's a lot of pandemic money that's still out there, emergency money, right. that they don't have their hands on if the reality is true that the pandemic is over. Right. And they still have plans for some of that money to spend it and do things with it. And if right. the pandemic is over, that means that all the policies now have to change. So what they want to make sure is clear is that, hey, 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 that money we promised y'all, right. <laughs> it's still going to come. Yep. Biden's just, you know how he is. <laughs> We're going to put it out through CNN that it's not over and they'll fix everything. Yeah. And, and this comes, I mean, so in my depositions uh, as I'm suing the You always got to make this about you. Oh, well, um, also, I got Gabe is pull, from Texas. And he got arrested. I got arrested. to pull mm. all the, the email Deep records. The and I can't talk over that song. It's a sacred song. Um, I, got e- I got email records. <laughs> records uh from the police uh with legislators and the police with boise okay talking about like uh, or oh no i'm sorry um police regarding uh the pandemic here locally saying if we declare if, if the city council decides that the emergency over then we're gonna forfeit i think it's something like 114 million dollars here in the state of idaho so the police were emailing here locally are you serious i'm, I'm, I'm serious it's a i got yeah. the email um, right um, so if our city council was declared that the pandemic was over, I think they're actually it, referring to the governor. The as governor, I'm, as okay. I'm bringing up, de- as, as I'm trying to remember, Make sure your lawyer wants you to get this right. But, uh, yeah. yeah, but basically, if the state, you know, could because remember, remember, oh, this is Governor this, Little had us in a state of emergency till like last spring, right before the primaries, right? And then legislator, they he called legislative session back in, and the legislators during that session, this is what is all connected to now. I'm remembering um, during that session. Legislative session was going to try to undo the emergency, emergency orders, orders, and they couldn't him, yeah. because of the legality of what that legislative session was about. 
that emergency legislative session was about. And that's what the internal emails were discussing. If uh, Brad Little. Oh, if, um, if the legislature had overturned it or if they had we, been able we'd to. We forfeited $114 million. Oh, yeah. Well. And so that, that was happening all over across right. the, 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 war, yeah. oh, the, sure. the U.S. But I'm sure. I just remember kind of running in that to, to my case here where it's like, oh, the cops were actually not wanting to forfeit the money either. Right. Right. They want the money. That's what we call perverse incentives. Yeah. Right. right. To continue lockdowns because we have a a a, a, a fake, you know, a pandemic or whatever, yep. whatever people want to call it. Yep. Um, and, uh, and, and $114 and million. Dollars. And people are getting arrested yeah. yep. and fined yep. and harassed on the streets and in their businesses because we need to get more money. You that's know right. what, man? But that ain't, that's just the fact you ain't had no good home training. Like, your, your daddy ain't love you. Your mama ain't love you because they've told you it's okay to set bribes. Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of people who've had bad parents right, yeah. that they uh, are saying, you know what? This is yeah. how we, this is, this, right. use this perverse right. moment to encapsulate yeah. as much money as we possibly right. can. Right. Like, when you honor your parents, this is part of what's inside of right. the fifth commandment, right? When right. you honor your parents, is to understand not to take bribes, to treat one honestly and to respect right. the authorities, right? right? Doing right. And doing no right. No matter what. And no, exactly. Right. Some, so nobody stepped up and said, Man, that is wrong. That is yeah. people who've worked hard for that money. Those people yeah. don't make a lot of money here. Yeah. Uh, why would we take that money and try and get it all for? That's ridiculous. It's yeah. horrible. Right. I remember in 2015 uh, when Trump was running for office and really started harping on build the wall in 2015. Yeah. That's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And remember we had Aveda King on? She was like, I'm for building that wall. Remember Nehemiah? <laughs> she said, Remember Nehemiah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He built that wall <laughs> with a sword and shovel. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. And, 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 uh, you know, I'll I take her still. Yeah, yeah. Student groups at Washington State University they built they brought a bunch of uh, cardboard uh, bricks and built a wall outside at, at Washington State oh, University, oh, really? kind no. of kind of in support of President Trump. Yeah. You know, kind of making a point. I just on remember campus. the Logos students that year. Randomly, that senior class they would just start chanting "Build the wall" <laughs> in their classroom, and I don't even and like and and the teachers were like, "We don't know what happened. they would just randomly they would just start it chanting, just started build the wall." Out of nowhere, and, yeah, and they were like, "What are you doing?" And then, then they'd stop, and they was done. But they, that, that's an inside joke that they oh, had. Yes, I want to know yes, it. Yeah, yeah. If you went to Logos but, that year, yeah, I want to know what that. Uh, joke but I was, was teaching an elective that year, and I would hear it across, you know, down the hallway. <laughs> oh, and there the seniors go again. But there must be a substitute teacher in that classroom. <laughs> no, no, it was Mrs. Merkel, <laughs> and, she would, and, she, and she would laugh about it too. She was like, "I have no idea." I have she no probably idea. started yeah, that so. whole thing. She's like, "I don't know what to do." Chant this. And so I remember when Trump was bringing up, you know, uh, the whole build the wall thing and the immigration, and and I didn't quite understand how bad it was, right? Because I mean, most government had uh, our governments hadn't really done much to deal with it, right? And and the media wasn't really reporting on it, so somehow Trump had tapped into something that everybody knew was wrong, right. and bad, true. especially like along the southern the, the states, border around states. the southern border, states. and yeah. and he was winning, um, he was growing in ratings because of that, right? And no other politician was really touching it the way he was touching it. Mm. And then now we have the pandemic that kind of came along and really exposed a lot more of this because what the pandemic actually did is it actually started pushing more illegal immigration. Right. Because people are desperate for food, the jobs. Lo- the lockdowns, the supply chain breakups, right. and everything else. Countries, and we talked about this during the pandemic for America. Yeah. The people that were being crushed are the people at the bottom of the uh, yeah. of, of the supply chain. That's right. Um, right. It's the barbers and the cosmetologists and the, and the people who have just mom and, and the pop Cubans stores. and right. the Nicaraguans. Exactly. And, the, yeah, and so, yeah. how much more so That's outside right. the states? Chain. That's right. Same thing. And so, it's squeezing people up into the states. So, it's interesting to me that Bill Clinton was on. A, was it Meet the Press? Was it? I don't remember what he was on. Yeah, he's on. Um, something 
and he was uh, uh, talking <laughs> about talking <Somewhere>. about. <laughs> That's Texasism. So, well, listen to this Bill Clinton clip talking about immigration. The, the largest number of refugees since World War II, because of Syria and now Ukraine and other problems in the middle. What happened in Venezuela had more than two million refugees mm. pouring into first Colombia and then to nearby countries, as created unprecedented new challenges and. Meanwhile, it provides opportunities for stunts like Governor Abbott sending his refugees to some place that he thinks is advocating for a broad-minded policy it doesn't have to live with. And then Governor DeSantis sending those people to Martha's Vineyard was amazing. That might come back to haunt him a little bit. <laughs> Look at that face. Look at that. Look at that. Bill Clinton, I think he knew the genius of what uh, DeSantis, DeSantis did and how he was responding uh, uh, sort of. in, in a kind of a smile and right. uh, what's happened there. There Pretty- isn't a better political mind to me than Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. Like they are brilliant. Like mm-hmm. they, they get it. They know how to play the game. They know how to get away with killing they people. Know- <laughs> they know how to get away with getting whitewashing, bleaching hard drives. <laughs> emails. When they're on an island they ain't supposed to be on. <laughs> they got um, away with it all. They, they, I mean, but it's so he, you're right. He absolutely Not in front saw of God, the play. Yeah, you have to right, the play. You know, yeah. Gabe, you're actually making a really good point. It's funny because I think that um, immigration and legal immigrants, that's been a, a situation going on since I can remember. Mm-hmm. You go back, I got a book that's talking about this in the 50s and how it was a problem. And they were expecting, you know, over the next couple of years, it'd be 2 million. And this is the first time now we're hitting 2 million, two million this year. in mm-hmm. just one year. And the year's year. not even over. And the year's mm-hmm. not even over. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And the, I never thought about the idea that the supply chain, how it would affect other countries in right. that same way. I knew it, it would affect ours but we still seeing the breaks of it right now right. but i didn't think about the fact that wait a second if a country is already wobbling right. and then you disrupt the work and the supply chain there you're just going to collapse that company that that uh country right. where are those people now going to find work and what are they going to do like no one thought about them no. like no one really thought about them and well now all of them have rushed what is it um we see two hundred thousand leaving cuba, cuba uh-huh. right and well bill clinton mentions cuba nicaragua Venezuela. 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 And that are all flooding here. And there is a political. I've said this before on the show. I haven't been too excited about what Ron DeSantis and Abbott are doing. I know I see the political play in it. But I got to tell you, it's actually working. It's yeah. exposing. Well, it's, it's everybody's talking about it. Every right. I mean, be, be, before that's Trump, so right. no one was talking no, about it. That's so true. And then everybody's like, "Build the wall. That's dumb. That's retarded." And then now there's there's piling. They haven't stopped. Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. Everybody's talking about. She's it. like, "Hey, we need, we need assistance. Feds, you're going to meet. You're going to meet. We're meeting with everybody in Washington. Yeah. You got <laughs> the mayor, Eric. Uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Mayor Eric in uh, New York. New York. Uh, he's sitting here saying, "Tailored suit, Eric. Oh man, he is sharp." He is, he's mm. he's gay sharp. Dropology. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna say it, but you rise. I think the appropriate term is queer sharp. Yeah, uh, yeah, which I don't like. But anyway, yeah, but, yeah. but when you he's talking about well, we're thinking about you know and considering what it looks like to put him on boats. Uh, yeah. Boy, that's yeah. that's just politically yeah. and publicly. That's yeah. kind of like, wait, wait, you, you want to take? You mean like like the Middle Passage? <laughs> <laughs> He's like temporarily hosting my boat. Sure, sure. You try to get me on a boat. I ain't going no boat. You get me on no boat. Yeah. <laughs> they gonna have a time with me. But it's hilarious. I read about this. I read about this. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to do this with Lincoln. I know what y'all doing. Um, but it's hilarious. He's exposing the fact that they really don't have any answers either. We don't have the resources. We don't have the resources. Oh, okay, now. So that's really interesting. But I was thinking, okay, 
So, Pastor, let's say that somehow you get 50 illegal immigrants that show up at your church doorstep. Yeah. And you have to deal with you come to church that morning and you're doing your work and you're like, oh, uh, the government leaves you a nice little letter saying we, do- we dropped off 50 illegal immigrants at your church. Have fun. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. And, and, and your response to this situation is? Well, I'd welcome all the church. Hey, we're having services. You're all welcome to join us for services. And then at the end of the services, I'd, I'd shake their hands and escort them down to the outside the door and say, you guys, I'll have a great day. That sounds mean. Uh, you want to say anything else about that? <laughs> no, they're, they're human beings made in the image of God. I'm going to respect them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm, but how are you going to help them? It's not my job. Well, they're human Isn't beings. Isn't the church's yeah. job to take care of the... If they, if they have a particular need, but you just, they just well, showed, showed up and I don't know what their needs are. They don't have a home. Yeah. They don't have any work. No. They don't have a, a place even to sleep that yeah. night. Yeah, they're, and they're human beings made in the image of God and it's their job to figure it out. That doesn't seem to be how everybody else is looking at this. Why are you looking right. at it that way? Well, because um, I'm biblical. <laughs> it doesn't seem like you're very loving, though. That's Pastor. not the Good Samaritan did. Right. Yeah. Right. And if, it, and if any of them have bones sticking out, I'd be glad to give them a ride down to the hospital. Yeah. Right. And I, or I'll call Doctor Story. If, you know, if, if that's that's the Good Samaritan. The Good Samaritan is he's, he's beat up on the side of the road, dying, mm-hmm. left for dead. And if any of them have that kind of medical condition, I'd be glad to do that. Um, I, I, I would. I, what I would encourage. I mean, obviously, I'd, I'd encourage my people to keep um, doing what we always do. Go, mm. go to work. Um, uh, be creative. Be industrious. Take care of your families. Yep. Practice hospitality. Yep. Now, I think there are, are, are times when. How was what you do in practicing hospitality? Uh, I invited them into church mm. and, and welcomed them. Okay. Shook their hands, tried to get to know their names. And, you know, uh, I'd probably point them to, you know, um, you know, there's here's maybe different job opportunities around town. If you need a place to, you know, there's just some campgrounds um, for places to stay temporarily. Here are some hotels around uh, the town. Um, you know, I, I, I might even uh, make an announcement at church and say, Hey, if, you know, if y'all have need work, um, help at work and you your businesses, if y'all have any room for uh, practicing hospitality, there's some folks in town, uh, new to town and, you know, look, look for them, um, mm-hmm. good chance for meet them. And if you have an opportunity to serve them, that would be great. Mm-hmm. But I, the thing that, that, um, we, we should not do is panic. Yeah. Um, you should, you should, you should recognize that. Um, unless there's an emergency, it's on fire. There's a bone sticking out. Mm-hmm. That kind of emergency, Good Samaritan emergency. Mm-hmm. The best way you are the most help to the world is keep doing what you've been assigned to do. Yeah, go to work. Mm-hmm. Work hard. Feed your family. Feed your family. Yep. Work so hard that you have a little extra to share. Mm-hmm. And share as you're able. Mm-hmm. Um, that the the panic response actually creates people who are less ready to help long term. Mm. Long term, the best way to help the maximum number of people is for everybody to go to work every day That's right. mm. yep. and do their chores, serve their families, love your wife, take care of your children, discipline your children, raise them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, make sure they can go to school. So then, and then, and then out of the abundance, yes, is where you serve. But, so, but so, if everybody starts uh, scrambling. What you end up with is no one actually has extra to share. So, Pastor, you're actually hitting at something here. So you're actually holding. Okay, so there's a couple of things. We can't fix the border. We, we don't have the no. ability to fix it. There's, no. there's nothing we can no. physically do to do yeah. this. So we don't have any authority over that. Right. Um, we can uh, hope that the people that we put in political office ask them, hey, listen, get rid of some of this legisl- this um, uh, 
uh, what is it? Regulation. Yeah. Regulation so that people can create more wealth, yeah. right? Get back to work Get back easier. to work. But that's even a harder problem right. for us to even try. Well, that's a, we're a little right. closer to that, but right. it's still right. in, in the distance. But you're actually holding the person, the human being that is come over decided here. to come over here, yeah. to bring their family over here. You're holding them to a particular yeah. standard as well. I don't want to treat them like children. Mm. Yeah. That's right. I'm not going to treat them like they're subhuman. Like they, they, I, I know that they're looking for work. Right. So I'm going to trust that they came here. They, 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 they're so industrious. They got here. Right. So I think they're industrious enough to find work. Right. I'm going to interrupt real quick. Okay. Okay. Because because we got to get to this ad, and then and then I got some. I'm going to put my deacon hat on. I'm going to put my deacon hat on. You want me to read this out? You got it. Today's culture shifts like sand, but New St. Andrews College is established on Christ, the immovable rock. It's a premier institution that forges evangelical leaders who don't fear or hate the world. Guided by God's word, they take the world back because they're equipped with the genius of classical liberal arts and God-honoring wisdom, thanks to a faculty dedicated to academic rigor and to God's kingdom. Find out more at nsa.edu. Mm. So um, I, I serve as a deacon under, under Pastor Toby's leadership at, at, at Trinity in the uh, Actually, it's Trinity, King's, King's Cross. Cross. And um, uh, um, the deacons have actually put a lot of thought in into this, too, in, in relationship to having discussions with the elders over, over the course of... I don't know. We've years. talked a lot years, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, on this. Read lots of books on this, and one of the things that um, the church has done very poorly is actually serve the poor poorly. Right. Um, mm. We've Explain been that. we've been toxic in how we've been charitable. Right. Um, and and give me a great an ex- book it, called Toxic Charity. Yeah. There's <laughs> another great book called When Helping Hurts. Yeah. 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 Give Give me an example of what you mean by that. And and so well, um, the point of what, what what Toby's illustrating is like if there's an emergency, then you do your best to step in and help with what you have where you're at, bones broken, stuff like Hurricane, that. Hurricane, house on fire, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, right, car right, accident. Right. But what the poor in America uh, want you to do, or I'd say the homeless, kind of the uh, the not, not those who are in abject poverty in America. There are some people. There's there's a yeah. I'd say 001 percent of Americans are actually in abject poverty. Right, right. Um, but the 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 poor who come and solicit the church help. What they want is more dependency. What they want mm. is more, um, and so how and we asking, respond. And they're asking us to treat them subhuman. Subhuman. Yeah, subhuman. <clears throat> and, and But what they, uh, go ahead. And, and, uh, and so, you know, so a good example of, of this is don't fund their electric, electricity bill. Mm. That's, but then that's they don't a hard have power, thing. Gabe. That's a hard thing. They got kids. They but, don't have no power. They can't even earn their clothes to go get an interview. But they're on government subsidies and they're waiting for that paycheck to, to get more drugs. And and so or actually, not. the best thing actually most of them are. I mean, it's it's well, and, and, and part of what he's getting at though is is like we're talking about the poor who have ninety inch screens in their living rooms, yeah, and, mm. and cell phones, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know three Xboxes and two cars. I remember uh, that's the kind of poor we're talking about. Yeah, the poor in America and, makes forty thousand a year, and their electricity <laughs> got turned off. Right, and you're like, you know, I think you should sell your big screen TV, sell yeah. one of your cars, cancel your phone <laughs> plan. Go or ahead, or stop doing drugs. And um, <laughs> there's there's this uh, and stop doing drugs. <laughs> this is Gabe's there's day. This, uh, little, uh, there's this little Christmas program here in town, uh, Christmas for the kids or something like yeah, that, yeah. where um, uh, people who don't have the money to buy their children Christmas presents will sign up. There's like trees all around town. Yeah. One at North Idaho Athletic Club, one at the mall or whatever, yeah, and they just attach. My kid would like this. We don't have the money for this. My kid would like a bike or yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And and so a lot of people donate to it, and then there's yeah. a whole day of wrapping presents for all these people, and then a bunch of random people go around and deliver those presents to to the families. those who, those who need it. And 
I remember me and my wife were doing this one year, um, delivering presents to to people, and I'd be going to these houses and knocking on the door, and and the kids would be playing Nintendo as I'm <laughs> passing. I was like. You know, my kids don't even have Nintendo. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, That's and, a nice 70-inch you got right there. And all, yeah, yeah, you go passing off. And, and and I think some of them were probably legitimate. We just yeah, we don't just, have the money this year or whatever. Right, but right, right. I would probably say about 95% were just using the program to be able to get more presents. I, I'd say it's hard to um, know. But I think, though. Th- but here's the way. Here's where, here's where the point I wanted to get to was um, the best thing you can do is look at them like humans, like what Toby's talking about. Um Create a business where you can hire 50 of them right. mm. cre- 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 or two or two, whatever. Right. 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 Um, but you you're able to actually hire and sustain yeah. them in their life and to yeah. be able to provide for themselves or, or and, and be a, contri- a contributor yeah. to society. Yeah. The, the, and, and when helping hurts, the, the thing that the authors point out is that the fundamental deficit in human beings is a, is a broken relationships. That's right. Broken relationships mm. fundamentally with God and then with their neighbor. Yep. That's what creates human poverty. Made a cross, huh? yeah. what you did. Human poverty. It's God and it's, it's with people yeah. um, next to them. And so the first thing they need is relationship. And now in that relationship, we don't have to be you know, Gnostics about it. That includes things like they need a place to sleep. They yeah. need clothing. Sure, they need sure. dinner or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And the bare necessities are things that I think we, we are happy to provide, but we have to recognize that if we don't <laughs> fill those, yeah. that, that those, that basic poverty, um, they're being treated um, less than human. And that's yeah. why, and I would say that is love. It is love to respect the, the image of God in men mm-hmm. and women. And, and, and look to them and say, "Well, what are you going to do?" Mm. I'm not, I don't. I don't want. I don't want people asking me, "What are you going to do about it?" Because mm. I, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to say, "Well, I'm going to keep doing all the things that God's called me to do, because that is good for the world." And, and I'm going to encourage is, you to do the things that God uh, uh, has called yeah. you and to it, do. And if you'd like to ask for a particular thing, feel free. Mm-hmm. But I don't have an obligation. Pastor, you know, here's what, remember when I was talking about Breonna Taylor a couple weeks back and we were saying that we were looking at things the way the social justice movement wanted us to look at things in the view of race. Right. And so because of that, we didn't see, we missed stuff. We missed the fact that the police were acting ungodly in the way that they were doing things. And so by the time it gets to Trump and you got the FBI doing this raid, we missed that this has been going on for a long time because we're reacting the wrong way with the wrong vision. It's like you just did that again for us to say, hold on, take a step back. How is the world made? How has God designed it? And who are the people in charge responsible for the situation, right? Right. Right. And then let them do the things that they need to do in order to be, and create the space for them to do that. We said this about the Amtrak strikes. It's in the pressure of necessity that I believe God ordinarily works. That's right. It's, That's it, right. it's when a man knows I got to take care of my family mm-hmm. and a woman knows she needs to take care of her kids. It's in mm-hmm. those moments that, that the image of God, I think, shines. Now, mm-hmm. not always. And there are real tragic stories. But I think it's, it's, not, it's not loving them. Uh, to keep giving them handouts. Yep. It's not loving them to treat them like babies, to treat them like infants. Right. It's right. toxic. It's toxic, and it creates dependency. Mm-hmm. It creates immaturity and childishness. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of that, we should look at them and say, hey, welcome to town. Yeah, yep. right. Glad you're here. You're most yep. welcome here as long as you're a law-abiding citizen. Yeah. And uh, if you have any questions, let me know. The hospital's down that way if you need yep. anything. Yep. I know a, here's a doctor that's real good. Yep. Um, I, I heard that that business down there is hiring. Yep. There's a campground if you need somewhere to stay. And if you have any real pressing needs, please let me know, and I'd be happy to send an email out to the church. Man, we got to re- reimagine how we deal with this problem. And, and America has 
buried um, the poor in this heavy-handed toxi- toxicity. Right. right. And and we've import we've exported it in our mission work to other countries. That's right. Yeah. And that's why short-term mission works are largely a failure. And that's why a lot of our third world work in other countries yep. is we're doing the same yep. thing. Another great word making is it worse. Reformation in foreign missions is another good book on that very topic and says, yeah, we should we should primarily train nationals and send them back. Yeah. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. You should add like a line if you have migrants. <laughs> Treat them like humans. <laughs> Treat them like humans. <laughs> oh, that's so good, man. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations, the world's largest classical Christian homeschooling community. I'm launching a new podcast, Refining Rhetoric. If you like cross-politics or just listen to hear what crazy stuff they're saying today, you will enjoy Refining Rhetoric. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. I practice the 15 tools of learning by interviewing great guests, looking at current events, and talking about cryptocurrency. Home. It's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted, meals are shared, and stories are told. We are Chris Natalie Carpenter, owners of Story Real Estate, and our team of top agents helps people find homes in Moscow, Idaho, and around the country. Have you thought about a move? Contact us to get connected with a top agent who shares your values and puts your family first. Or reach out to us about our Moscow Relocation Guide. Wherever you're looking to go, we can help you find home. Call us at Story Real Estate or visit us at storyrealestate.com and start building your legacy. Meet Big Ed. He has a tax-funded taste for children. Big Ed knows that the best grooming starts early. He has a plan for your preschoolers, a plan to gender confuse your grade schoolers. But if you think his grooming stops there, you have not been paying attention. Big Ed wants to liberate your daughters from old-fashioned ideas like, well, you already know. Big Ed has dorm rooms ready for you in prison buildings of learning, and professors standing by dedicated to grooming young adults in doubt and unbelief. After all, he is the gatekeeper of this brave new world. And if you want a job, you'll need to pay him with years of your life for a permission slip. Yeah, whatever. You think David paid Goliath for a certificate in giant management before those two squared off? Did Luther major in theses? Was George Washington summa cum laude in empire repellents? While Jefferson focused on ag with a minor in declarations? When the world needs saving, meaningful vocations abound for those who are truly prepared. And the truth is, despite Marxist advances, this is still America, and Big Ed is still a voluntary opt-in. So don't. Not at any level. Not preschool. Not middle school. Not college. It isn't complicated. When Big Ed offers you free candy, stay away. You'll thank us later. We know it's crazy, but run with us here. Men and women were created in the image of God. You don't need a government certificate of faux learning for personal validation or permission to work. You were born with divine permission to pursue knowledge and understanding, truth, goodness, and beauty. And at New St. Andrews College, we are committed to helping students do just that to their fullest potential.
In an age dominated by chaos when learning is on a choke leash controlled by Big Ed and his many strange friends, ours is an education for outlaws, an education for men and women committed to building a beautiful and free society in the ruins of the Western world. When thinking is outlawed, only outlaws will think. Yes, Big Ed hates what we do, but his hatred brings us joy. New St. Andrews College. Liberal Arts for Outlaws. Mind, Body, and Soul.